Welcome back to the second hour of Gesundheit with Jacobus. Here again is your host, Jacobus Holloway. And good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the second hour of Gesundheit with Jacobus. It's good to be with you. It's a wonderful program with Dr. Larry Stowe. He is always so educating us uh, about his research that is never ending, never stopping, never ending, and always inspiring. And uh, Dr. Stowe is the managing director of the Stowe Foundation, which you can go find on the web at the Stowe, S-T-O-W-E, the Stowefoundation.org. It is a 501c3 public charity established in April 2003, headquartered in Fort Worth, Texas. The Stowe Foundation supports adult stem cell research for regenerative medicine and helps to create comprehensive immune therapy protocols based on biological medicines, biological response modifiers, autologous vaccines, and biologically active energy fields. That is such a broad field, but Dr. Stowe has done this, as he just mentioned, for over 20 years. He has worked with this work, and he has seen great changes. They seem minor because you don't hear about it in the media, but it is that type of work and that, that, that type of dedication to know that you're on the right track and to find the people to surround yourself with other experts to make this work, to work on the base. If you work on the base, eventually it will bloom. You give it fertile soil, you get the right seeds, you give it fertile soil, eventually somebody will water it and will it will bloom and everybody will enjoy it and benefit from this. So uh, Dr. Stowe, his work is guided by the Stowe Foundation's signature concept of personalized medicine, which is called applied biologics. So personalized medicine, working with you, working with your body because we are all unique. Dr. Stowe is also the president and CEO of Stowe Biotherapy, Inc., which is a center for regenerative medicine in San Diego, California, that provides the technology of the Stowe Foundation in a clinical setting. And as he was just talking in the first hour about Dr. Jonathan Lakey and Dr. Sheely, who are both working on there on the islet cells, uh, Dr. Lakey works on islet cells, which are very important for the health of the pancreas. And the pancreas uh, does not only produce insulin, which we're talking about today about diabetes, but it's also working, obviously, with all the other enzymes involved, pancreatic enzymes, as many of you know, that deal with the breakdown of protein, fat, sugars, etc. So it's a uh, uh, great research going on. And Dr. Stowe, is a 501c3 public charity, which is very important for all of you listening, because that means that you can actually donate funds to the Stowe Foundation. If you have listened to Dr. Stowe over the years and know that his heart and his mind is in the right place to improve the health of each and every individual without discrimination, that it is really about making us all healthier and first of all, by education, well, I should say, first of all, his research, then the education that he likes to do with it, and thirdly, of course, the practical application, but it can only be done, he can only continue his work 
if he gets the support. And so all of you listening, if you have, and even in this tough economy, if there is any extra funds, $10, $50, $100, anything you want to do, it is a it is a tax-deductible expense that you, uh, uh, that you can support Dr. Stowe and his work. Go to his website, thestowefoundation.org. See if you can spare some money to help his work. And all of you listening to the internet, I highly recommend that you check his work, that you find a way to contact him if needed, but uh, be inspired by what he says and see what you can do in your own life to help this groundbreaking research that's going on, that has been going on for 20 years. Dr. Stowe, when he started his cancer clinic in 1988 in Fort Worth, Texas, 33% of everybody who has come to him in stage four cancer, the final stage of, of life, stage four cancer, 33% of all those people have made a complete 100% recovery. That is simply amazing. That is 10 times better than what the success rate is of the American Cancer Organizations and their work at stage four cancer. So Dr. Stowe has proven that his methods of detoxifying and the body and rebuilding the immune system are proven to work. So it is uh, great if you can support him. He didn't ask me to plug his work, but I do that because I have talked to Dr. Stowe and I'm truly impressed that uh, he is uh, what whatever he has done. So we ho- I hope that you can be impressed with me and that you can see where at some point you can help the Stowe organization by the stowefoundation.org website and donate anything that you feel you can spare in this day and age to help his work for the improvement of mankind. Having said that, we have a caller for Dr. Stowe. Caller, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us this morning. What is your name? How can we help you, please? Well, this is the fella that's all ears. Oh, yeah, thank been, you very much, Daniel. Good morning to you. Good, good. I've been waiting so long. I've uh, built up a pile of questions around me, but I can uh, sum it up in three questions. What do you think of this so-called black salve for skin cancer? And then two, I've been hearing about this Livingston Clinic that seems to come from uh, that San Diego area. So we all stand on the uh, shoulders of giants. They they were developing some sort of cancer vaccine for injecting into cattle and chickens, but then they were shut down by the government some years ago. And three, there is this fellow that said, "Oh, they have a cancer cure in beta glucan." Beta beta glucan. Glucan. Beta beta glucan. Okay. Yes. He, he said it had something to do with theirs a black fungus that's supposed to take over from the white fungus that's infecting the cancerous growth. Do you have any clarity on that? Is it something like probiotics are put into our stomach to drive out the uh, bad bacteria? Well, what I can do is address each one of your questions uh, in, in order. Yes. And that will lead to a kind of a comprehensive answer uh, uh, in regards to uh, cancer. Okay. Cancer is really my my specialty. I cut my teeth on helping cancer uh, patients, mainly because I'm a cancer survivor myself. I had osteosarcoma when I was six years old, and my parents were told that if I lived to be 10, it would be an absolute miracle. Wow. Now, it takes a while to tell my entire story, but 
let me just tell you that comprehensive immune therapy was applied accidentally in my case, and that's what purged the cancer process uh, from my from my body. And so, uh, in regards to uh, let, let me back up the the first question that you had uh, black salve black salve. There is a great website that you can go to called CancerX, CancerX.org, and it will teach you all about black salve, mm-hmm. which is actually a formulation of blood root. Correct. Uh, we use it on all skin cancers that come into our clinic. Good for you. And now, that particular... Uh, website is also going to recommend an internal version of Bloodroot, which is under investigation right now. I let their organization handle all your questions about that. At our clinic, when it comes to treating internal cancers, we use the cytotoxic properties of pawpaw. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> not not graviola, which is a cousin to pawpaw, yeah. but actual pawpaw. And so you can also research pawpaw on the Internet. Now, in each of those cases, though, that's just one part of what we call adjunctive immune therapy. So we try to also then use things um, like transfer factors. To raise the activity of the natural killer cells and to raise the activity of the T cells of the immune system to also go in there and begin the immune system's assault onto the cancer cells. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can tell you if you have skin cancer, you definitely want to go as fast as possible to cancerx.org. Now, they, 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 they've created a whole new website, but uh, cancerx.org will still get you there. And uh, if I myself had <laughs> skin cancer, I would be getting my products from this, this organization. We use their products in our clinic. As I, part of our adjunctive immune therapy. so I think I, that, uh, Dr. Stowe, to jump in, uh, I think one reason why Daniel may be asking it, uh, there is actually in Livingston, uh, just outside of Bozeman, there is a uh, gentleman, uh, Toby McAdam, who has uh, McAdam Health, and he is making black salve, and very successfully, and about a month, month and a half ago, the FDA was there, two agents came in, and uh, checked them out, and they were also there, two gentlemen were there about a year and a half ago, and they, they wanted to check his facilities, and how he was working, and what he was doing, and as a matter of fact, they were very impressed with what he was making, and they are not shutting him down. They think that he was very cooperative with them. He gave them everything they needed. Uh, I know several people in this area that have used his black salve, Indian mud, uh, based on the different uh, amounts of uh, graviola, blood root, uh, zinc chloride that he puts in. He even uses DMSO. He uses neem oil. And uh, very, very successful. So uh, it would be wonderful. Toby McAdam is actually going to be on my radio show in July, talking more about Black Sav. But he is also using bloodroot capsules and 
other forms for specific cancers. He has making packets for people. Uh, it is. Uh, I think it will be phenomenal for you even to meet him as well. Oh, I want to do that. Give him my phone number. <laughs> I will. I will give him your phone number. And uh, it's funny that I was at his office last week, Friday, not not a couple days ago, but a week earlier, and he was telling me how he had just ordered fifty pounds of uh, pawpaw. And that he said, that is, you got to find out more about Paul Paul Jacobus because this is a great, great fighter of cancer. And so oh, yes, it is. you mentioned it. So it's, uh, we're all in the same wavelength here. Yeah. And if he's in the process of, of, uh, formulating, those are all things that I would recommend to people. Yes. And, uh, the Stowe Foundation would be happy to start including that type of formula into our adjunctive immune therapy programs. So I will, I will get him in touch with you. See how powerful your radio show is, Jacobus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You've just brought people. people together. That's right. So, and Daniel, so, so I, I can give you a very definitive answer to number one. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, number two, Livingston uh, Clinic uh, was always of the firm belief that uh, there was an underlying cancer virus. And that's proving itself out as well, although... is By the way, is this Livingston, Montana? Is this Dr. Virginia Livingston-Wheeler? The Livingston Virginia Livingston-Wheeler is who I'm talking about. Okay, good. All right. Because she was the one in Southern California. Is that your question as well, Daniel? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I mentioned good. San Diego, so I, okay. yeah, I was indicating the right. uh, clinic, yeah. Uh, we are finding the same thing, but different viruses cause different cancers. Uh, Virginia's primary hypothesis that there was one virus. That didn't try, turn out to be the entire truth. It was the start of discovering the truth. And now you have major pharmaceutical companies providing vaccines to get rid of the human papillomavirus so that women don't develop cervical cancer. Mm-hmm. So she was correct. She was 100% correct. Mm-hmm. And she was also closed down by the government? Yes. Oh. As we all have been over over the last twenty years, I myself was shut down by the government at one time. I resurrected but all of that work as survive until the cure. I see. Uh-huh. Because they told us we couldn't make medical claims, and so my aspect became okay. If I can't make a medical claim, which I understand, I mean we have certain rules and regulations in this country that are designed to make sure that commerce is properly, uh, you know, regulated. Um, however, I can teach people how to survive, and that's what we do now. The, 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 all of the medical research that has gone into this has been to teach people how to survive cancer, not how to cure cancer, but how to survive. We can teach people how to survive uh, AIDS, which stands for Acquired Immune Deficiency Syndrome. We can show them how to restore their immune system, even in the presence of the HIV virus. You can't say that you've cured AIDS, but you can sure tell people how they can survive. And this is what the reason that the, the FDA no longer has problems with people like you just mentioned uh-huh. is because the FDA, back in 1998, 10 years ago, uh, was under congressional mandate to create, in coordination with the National Institute of Health, the Center for Biological Evaluation and Research. 
before 1998, the only thing the FDA had was the Center for Drug Evaluation and Research. And there are certain policies and protocols and procedures that you go through to get a drug classified as having a therapeutic benefit. There are different procedures now available under the Center for Biological Evaluation and Research, and what the Stowe Foundation has been doing is helping the FDA and the National Institute of Health establish an understanding of biological medicine. So a number of the research associates sit on the uh, CBERS committees, and they help the FDA understand human cell therapy. They help the FDA understand biologically active energy fields. They help the FDA understand biological medicines. They help the FDA understand the impact of herbs. It's just that it's taken 10 years to get it adequately staffed and educated. Yes. We are at a tipping point in the ability to do the things that the Stowe Foundation has been developing for the last 20 years. Now what we need is the economic support to do the large outcome-based clinical studies that will prove the therapeutic benefit. That's the next step. That's also probably the more expensive step. (laughs) Yes. Because you literally have to get to the point where you first start off by treating 30 to 50 people in a very controlled protocol that can be monitored for safety and efficacy. Then after you do 30 people, you go do 300 people at two or three institutions, separate from your own. Once you've done 300 people, then you need to do something like 3,000 people and you have to recruit 10 institutions you know, that each treat 300. That's when you're through the full regulatory approval process. That's an enormously expensive step. Yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the money to do that. We do, however, have the technology to do that. Hmm. Everything that we do has been vetted by the certain aspects of the FDA regulatory approval process. Now we have to take the next step. See, we're through the large animal study. We're through the preclinical human studies. We're now ready to move into the large outcome-based studies that prove the therapeutic benefit. Once you've established the therapeutic benefit, then you begin to compare yourself to the other standards of care, and you begin to establish the medical necessity. Once you've established the medical necessity, then you can say you've established a new standard of care. That's when you get Medicare coverage. That's when you get insurance coverage. But we're hundreds of million dollars away from that. All right. Well, maybe we better get to my third question. Are going to be swept out of here by the, uh, the break? Uh, by Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Your, your third question was the... Um, the third question was about the beta-glucan. The beta yeah, okay. and that is supposed to be a black fungus to take over from the white fungus. Uh, I, I'm not sure what what he told me, but I'm trying to get, uh, focus on that. Well, beta one three glucan uh, is a biological response modifier. That means it can help the body recognize a, an underlying 
abnormal fungal presence. And so it helps direct the attack uh, onto the underlying fungal infections. Yeast infections, for example, are a form of fungal infections. But there are a lot of funguses. There's a lot of spores that you accumulate in life. And, and whereas the, the fungal infection itself is, is not that detrimental to the body, your body lives in a symbiotic relationship with a lot of different things, but it's the metabolic waste material that the fungus produces that becomes dangerous to the human body. Those are called uh, endotoxins, self-generated toxins. And so you got to get rid of the underlying funguses so that, but but certain funguses produce things in your body that are beneficial to your body. Mm. So you, just like there are good bacteria and bad bacteria, and that's your question about probiotics. Yeah, probiotics deal with uh, the bacteria. Uh, enzymes are predominantly responsible for dealing with uh, funguses and things of that nature. But isn't it so that when the uh, when people have been on antibiotics, that uh, by killing so many good bacteria in the intestines, that the fungus who lives there as well as part of the immune system, that all of a sudden it has a lot of elbow room and grows very rapidly and can Correct. cause divide. So, uh, it, but you want to take the you want to take probiotics to uh, to fight some of these uh, some of these uh, fungi, right? I mean, the, the overgrowth of fungi. No, what you want to do is fight the overgrowth of the fungi. Yes. So that the probiotics have space that they can then occupy, and then you need to nourish the probiotics so that they will grow a large colony. Okay. That large colony of of beneficial bacteria will keep the fungus from overgrowing. But once it once the fungus infection has overgrown the intestinal tract, you have to attack the fungus. Huh. to beat it back so the beneficial bacteria have a place to grow. See, that's the missing link in attacking fungal infections. We've really got to increase what we have available to us to get rid of the abnormal fungus. And there's nothing better in the world than there's certain enzymatic therapies that are coming out that uh, are very good. Right. Those have to be followed up with the probiotics. But, but but people make a mistake thinking that just probiotics are going to take care of the fungal infection. They won't. Wow, that's uh, that's good stuff. We can talk about it more. Daniel, thanks so much for the All call. Right, we got to run. You. Good call. So, folks, stay tuned, please. We'll be right back. 